0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Welcome to New Dimensions with your host, Reverend Nicholas Barrett. Our identities are not labels, identifying who we are to others. Rather, they are found in God's riches, His likeness, and character. We can discover our true selves and live the way He has intended for us to live. Now, here is Reverend Nicholas Barrett.
2: Good morning. It is Wednesday, the 20th of January. We're coming out live from Los Angeles, California. It's a rainy morning here, but we're all joined here for the first time. It's a brand new moment. Whichever time zone you are in the world, we are all here for the first time. We have that commonality. And I looked at some figures. I just want to thank, we speak to a live audience. I know a lot of people are getting messages on podcasts and they, they can do that in their own time. But we're, doing, we're going out live and some of the countries we're covering, I just really want to tell you guys how grateful I am. We've got Canada, Denmark, Greece, hello there, India, Israel, Philippines, Poland. Russian Federation, Saudi Arabia, China, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Japan, Sweden, Philippines, Poland, Romania, Spain, Taiwan, Australia, Denmark, France. The list just goes on. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for making this part of our time together and unifying the great thing about technology. It can be used to distract us and obviously develop Habits that are not going to get us good fruit. In other words, habits that will distract us from opportunities, distract us maybe from marriages and, and more important things. But when they're used for, for sharing and growing and changing culture together, this is the great thing about technology. I, I couldn't reach this worldwide audience if I had a room in downtown Los Angeles with 500 people or 1,000 people. So my heart goes out to you. Thank you so much for making this part of your Wednesday morning. The title for the show, I've been ruminating on this for a while, is Hostage to Yesterday's Mind. It's January the 20th, as I said at the beginning of the show, but it's a brand new day. But many of us are unaware we're traveling on the same beaten path. All that you've been through to this moment and where you are now is And your perception will determine your path ahead. So all that you've been through, all of your situations, all of your experiences, you've then edited those and your mind has registered that and you make a determination very often for the next step forward. So what we're doing in many ways is we're editing the current or the future moment through an experience in the past. Life is akin to an empty suitcase. We begin it with no previous experience, no previous disappointments, and no previous perceptions. We're completely clean. It's a blank, a totally blank sheet. However, as our story unwinds, we get disappointed. We get disappointed by people's words. We get disappointed by people's actions. All of these things are very real. They're very real for me. They're very real for you. No matter where you are, We have had things that have not worked out, things that have been said to us that have not necessarily been the best. They've been discouraging. But what we simply do with these things, all of these things play a role. We perceive those things and we digest them and we receive them and we actually store them. We actually store them in this suitcase, which is jammed very often with the excess weight of living. All that we've taken on board We've taken offense to, we've usually held it as though it's something against us. If someone has physically abused us, mentally abused us, verbally abused us, all of these are very real abuses. And without an awareness, we naturally, in our, in our human nature, we take them on board and they all get stored and, and, and become a very, very heavy suitcase. I'm walking on this path, but my life is burdened by the weight of what I've passed your story is not so much the events in your life, but what role you tell yourself you've played in those events. Am I a victim? Am I a victor? Am I loved? Am I unworthy? Am I dignified? Am I ashamed? So the idea with this episode, Living in Hostage to Yesterday's Mind, is to elucidate you, the listener, that we're living in a societally conditioned mind. And the norm is that we were created to be so much more, but through living, through conditioning, our mind is obviously was born spirit mind. We're in, we're in God's likeness in his image. However, we've taken on the mind of carnality. We've taken on the mind of separation. When we're born in the image of love and in this separation of, of just living in the world, we're created, created in his likeness, but we have grown in separation All of these things come on board because we're no longer dwelling in in that love. We become disjointed from that. We become separate from that. And we take on board all of these things, all of these hurtful things, which really impact us in in a very detrimental way. Life can be a corridor. It's a corridor, a long corridor with many doors. Some lead you to the old pathway that you've known which is sometimes comfortable. Very often we we go down, we open the same doors on the corridor of life because that pathway has kept us, it keeps us stuck, but at the same time it's comfortable. It's sometimes comfortable to go back to what we know, even though what we know is making us feel depressed, making us feel angry, making us feel resentful. Some of us have been angry and resentful and disappointed for so long that it's become our norm of operation, so we're not really aware of it. We're just living in in that space. And other doors open to the blanket of blue as your skies. So the blanket of blue as your skies is all that you were created to be, which is creative, which is loving, which is joyous, just free like the bird, free, free of entanglements. As Jesus said, my burden is light, my yoke is light. So in other words, we take on this role from our adaptation of the experiences we've had, when really the opposite of that is pure joy. The opposite from anger and resentment and all of these things is, is pure joyousness. So really to gain an awareness, which doors are you opening and which path are you leading to today? Is this day really different for you? Or is it just another container that's an image of a reflection of what yesterday was? How much of yesterday seeping into your doors? Which doors are you losing? Are you using rather. The steps of a righteous person are preordained by God. So the steps were made from the beginning of time for us to step in, but in our separation, we've gone our own way. We've gone into the wide. In other words, narrow is the path to righteousness. And what that really means is narrow is the path to a joyous, full, complete life free of these um, encumberments. Wide is the path to destruction. So what that really means is the, the pathway to the world is easy to follow. However, it's got me angry. It's got me resentful. It's got me revengeful. Um, I feel lots of setbacks. I've taken offense to things. I just feel burdened. I just feel tired with things. And I've allowed myself to get entangled. I've allowed myself to go away from that path of the one I was created, the path of righteousness. So to get the best in life, Quite clearly, we need to make a change. We need to develop an awareness of the choices we're making. Because the choices we make today will be the choices we make for the week. The choices we make for a month will be the choices we make for a year. And the choices we make for a year will be the choices we make for life. We're in free will. God creates us in free will, but it's very often in this free will that we make the choices that are not best for us, but we've been conditioned by what has happened and what we've edited in our mind and put in our emotional limbic mind to be feeling not so good. So if anybody's not feeling great this morning... There's a reason for that. Our focus is very simply on the wrong thing. We've been lied through our experiences in life, and we've moved away from the greatness that's inside all of us. There is tremendous greatness that gets skewed and obstructed by by all of this stuff. So really, we need to talk about how we're going to get rid of this stuff. So to get the best of life, we need to break away from restrictions that we've decided to put ourselves in, this holding, this hostage pattern. All of these things are, say, spoken or physical. So in other words, acts or things spoken or disappointments have put us in anger. Anger is the birth of unforgiveness. And unforgiveness, all of these things harbor poison. And it harbors, it's like taking someone else's poison expecting to get better. And I'll repeat that. It's like taking somebody else's poison and expecting to get better. So all of these experiences leave an imprint. We may be angry at many things. We may be angry at a parent that left us or abandoned us. We may be angry at a relative, a child, an employer. In actual fact, anything that we've perceived that was done against us and we've held on to or didn't work out in our favor, can create anger and long-term resentment. You know, we've been in this mode for so long, we just need to elevate. We need to elevate that awareness. Anger's everywhere. It's on the roads. If you observe the way people are reactionary, somebody sounds a horn, the light goes from red to amber. Somebody immediately horns somebody. Somebody does a sign, a hello sign. (laughs) And all of this stuff is, is based... It's not really the traffic light that's the problem. You and I know it, it's what has happened in the past is, is, is getting them to trigger. The traffic light's just a colour. It, it's not because of that. It's it's other things, unfortunately, that are that are skewing the present. So we're going to talk about. We're going to go on a break soon, but we're going to talk about how how this pain, how this pain has been stored, and we want to get rid of it. We don't want to be a victim. We want to be a victor. We don't no longer want to live in a limited life. We no longer want to feel tired. We no longer want to to feel apathy. And all of these things can be remedied because we were not created like this. We know we were created in his likeness as a masterpiece to be free and unburdened, just really in a state of being, which is not thinking about what was done, what was said, because everything has an impact on the planet, but it's all intradependent we've become codependent on other people's behavior and this is why we've taken offense because we're codependent upon them doing something a certain way we're about to take a break and i look forward to seeing you after the commercial god bless you
3: Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches, ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment.
1: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. are tuned in to new dimensions to reach reverend nicholas or his guests today please call in to 1 888-346-9141 that's 1 888-346-9141 you may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com now back to new dimensions
2: Hello, welcome. This is the second segment. I hope wherever you are in the world, and we, we read so many countries at the beginning. It's really an international show, which is amazing. But with the commonality that we're trying to scale, the theme of the of the uh, show of the series is is K two, which is a mountain mountainous region in Pakistan, between Pakistan and China. I may even be speaking to somebody in that region, Kokoran Mountain Range. It's the second highest after Everest, but. In degree of difficulty, I believe 400 people have summited and about 81 have not made it out of that. But the idea behind that is we're in this life and we want to go to another dimension. We're we're tired of the media. We're tired of the news because all that does, it's recycling fear. It's recycling fear. It's not building us up because obviously the opposite of love is fear. There's two types of faith. You've got faith in God, which is Basically, faith and love in good things coming. I know I've got a journey, but I know I'm taking care of. This journey is for my goodness, not for my detriment. So we're in, the, we're in the fear zone. That's in separation. We are worried and we're panicking because we're depending upon flux. We're depending upon the stock market, which, as we know, the last few days has tremendously plummeted. I've been through all of these stages, and it's it's a, it's not a great stage to be in because as those things around us are changing, we're getting disappointed because it's failing our expectations. We're getting angry because we can't often do anything about it. And we're, we're getting resentful because we're looking, we're feeling other people are doing better. Why was this done to me? So all of this stuff we're taking on board is we're taking offense. So the whole world Coming back on this anger is taking offense. Somebody sounds a horn in a car. Somebody cuts them off. Someone rolls the window down and and starts screaming. All of this stuff is triggered. It's triggered from a deep-seated anger that's happened from living 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, when all of this disappointment, disappointment from parents, from workers, from bosses, from officers, from children, from bank accounts, all of this stuff is just like a pressure cooker. So life is very much like a pressure cooker. Whatever you put in it, it may stay in for a while, but eventually it's going to explode. So all of this energy, this is why we need to have an awareness that we're storing love, loving thoughts to ourselves. So we need to be loving to ourselves so we can love others, not in anger, but in love. And also so we, we, we have forgiveness. So all of these things, we don't want to be storing bad energy in our pressure cooker because we know we'll scream at our wife. We know we'll want to punch somebody at the traffic lights. All of these antisocial things have come from storing the wrong energy. They've come from editing your surroundings or editing your experiences as being against you. So they're photographed, and i explained explain to you how this works. I'm not going to go into great detail because it would take a lot of the show, and we have a lot a lot of great things to to cover. Our past experiences, because the mind, the brain is like a camera. They're photographed by our conscious mind. So we reflect on something, whether it's a word that we hear or an action that's done. Our conscious mind, which is towards the front, the precranial, towards the front of the brain. With this photograph, it then leaves an imprint, very much like when we had cameras, it would leave an imprint and the negative would be what would be produced because the picture comes from the negative. That's the image of what it's stored. It leaves an imprint in our emotional mind. And this is the limbic mind. This is the reactionary autopilot mind. This is where all your pain, all your anger, all your resentment is stored in the guttural. It's stored in the emotional mind, not in the higher mind, which is the cortex which is the analytical mind that's the higher self the limbic emotional self is the lower self because remember we've edited that in separation and I'll explain to you how doing it God's way is different because we begin to forgive and forget because we develop uh, an attitude of love about us I can choose to forgive somebody regardless of what they've done because I make a choice to do it because I focus on his ways are higher his thoughts are higher so in in, in effect myself in my lower emotional self, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in this quicksand of life and I've been messed up by it and by the things I've experienced. So I'm going to react and I'm going to become nasty. Uh, I've been there before. I've got to go back 10 years ago before I made the change, but I speak into this because I've been there. You know, I may have the knowledge with minds, but you know, the experience is somehow greater than the knowledge. I can know something, but if I haven't physically experience something, it's very hard to take somebody through the valley to, the, to a better life if you have not done it yourself. Have you carried that suitcase? Have you carried those bags of burden, of anger, disappointment, and regrets? I have, but, and I can show you how you can get through the desert to the promised land. So I, I've done all those things. So all of that stuff is stored there, and and it keeps our entire lives a hostage to yesterday, hence the title, Hostage to Yesterday's Mind. Most of us have 200-mile-an-hour potential. In other words, God didn't mess around. We talked about a few episodes ago of how 60,000 miles of arteries are in your body, which would wrap around the the world's surface two and a half times. Why would (laughs) – God mess around if, if it wasn't for something great that's in you. You're, while you have a breath, there's a mandate on you to do an assignment. There's a mandate to you not to sit back and cry or be disappointed and say, well, I've lost my husband. He cheated on me. It didn't work out. My job is terrible. My kids are having problems with police. having All of these things may be very real to you, but don't let that lie you and skew you for your potential. Your potential and what you've been through and where you've put yourself mentally is two different things, completely different things. But we've chosen. We've chosen to put our 200 mile an hour potential and we put a 70 mile an hour cruise control. So how can life be any different when we've already settled for a limit on what we can achieve We have this great potential, but because we've been through this stuff, our blank canvas is now full of a mess. It's full of marks and smears and things we don't like. And this message will be for somebody. We can't change those things that are on your your canvas of your life. I can't change your story thus far. What you've been through, you've been through. And it's very real. What I can do is twist it to know it's working for you, but also tell you today is a brand new day. You can let go of the past and open your arms for the future. Unless I put those bags down, I'm too burdened to have a future. My future will not be different because whether I'm going through January, February 2016 or 2020, my suitcase actually becomes even heavier. Unless I have an awareness of what I'm doing and what I'm thinking and what I'm acting, my suitcase actually gets burdened. And this is why I said a couple of episodes ago, I notice a lot of old people, just the sheer pain on their faces. It's not always physical. It's the weight of life. Very simply, if if you let something kick you uh, so many times in the heart and so many times in the stomach, you will be beat up. You will be beat up. This is because they've lived in separation and they haven't had an awareness that you don't have to be a victim. You can be a victor. You can say, look, I was abused. I had a really bad start. Maybe I was abused or hit by a parent. Maybe my wife or husband left me. Maybe they had infidelity. Maybe I lost lots of money on the stock market or a house I built got destroyed, or maybe I got crippled in a car crash. But I'm here to tell you, what are you choosing today? are you choosing to give the precious life you have because life is a vapor it's so fast we're now January the 20th and it's it's hard to believe we were speaking into christmas a while ago and we're now well on the way to february and that's how it will be it's just a never ending roll just like a roll of toilet paper the less there is the quicker it goes so for all of us we are moving forward in our lives time is running out this is why the essence of making a change in awareness is really important. And Ecclesiastes 7, it, it tells us, do not be quicken your spirit to become angry, for anger lo- lodges in the bosoms of fools. So what that really means, to paraphrase that is, why do I reach to the world and do their methods of responding, which is responding in retaliation and anger, when that will lodge in my heart? It's foolish. Why should I burden my heart with the Actions of others. Just to explain to you about this codependence, when we're waiting on our husband and wife or our child to, to do something, it could be to pass exams, it could be to physically be with us, it could be to do something different. Maybe we're waiting on an employer to speak to us a different way. We are what we call codependent on people around us. And I explain to you, they have their own story, which is very separate. To yours, they all have their own story. You need to live free of the burden of their story. And this will be for somebody. If someone's abused you or battered you or attacked you or molested you, they have given you their brokenness. You just happen to be on their pathway. You happen to be in their corridor of life in their journey. It's not personal. It's not that we're an abused person or a raped person or an ashamed person. We went through a season and we happened to be in a roadway where somebody was walking. This moment you drop that and you realize that the offense is all an illusion because we're codependent. We've taken offense. We we're, we're depending on what other people are doing. The moment we realize God created seven billion individuals in his likeness, we can live interdependent. It, it doesn't mean going around blind and not realizing what other people are doing. Of course, if someone's behaving a certain way, it's not healthy to avoid that because that's denial. The best ways to acknowledge it. No, they're not coming from a good place. They're not coming from their character in God. They're coming from what they have seen in their past. If I have a lemon, I can only give you a lemon. I can't give you an orange. They have been through a corridor of doors like you. They have been abused. They have been wronged. They've also taken offense to it the same way you have. So when they're tested in a position, they'll vent all of their anger on you. They're carrying the same suitcase as you. They have the same pressure cooker as you. Everything is building up the same way. You just happen to be in their path. When a hurricane blows, there's nothing personal about the landscape it demolishes. It's merely situationally there, geographically there. You were geographically in that place at that moment in time, but where you are now is new. You're a a victor, not a victim. If you were a victim, you would not be standing. You'd still not be breathing. So whatever you have been through, you have been through it. But we need to recondition your mind to realize I need to let go of my pressure cooker. I need to let go of these suitcases that are burdening me from the best life. And Romans tells us do not be overcome by evil, but overcome with good. So we're about to take a break. We need to become the good we need to see in the world. We need to know that light excels dark. We need to know that we need all of these extrinsic things, love and hate, to know that love stands greatest of all. Have a great break. And I look forward to seeing you in the next segment.
0: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World or Android Market
3: is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day each day holds a treasure the extra in the ordinary it is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted if you want to add sparkle to your day listen to mighty gems spotlighting everyday jewels with d lee She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own mighty gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey, His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
1: You are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Rev. Nicholas or his guests today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now back to New Dimensions.
2: I hope you had a great break. We're going on a journey today, we're talking about hostage to yesterday's mind. So Breaking this down, if I'm in an angry situation, I don't need to match that with more anger. I don't need to posture. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome the evil with good. So with that evil, it gives us uh, basically love and opportunity to shine. We would not know that love was present in the world the way it is if there was not evil. We would not know if there was a sunny day, if there wasn't a cloudy day. We would not know there was winter if there wasn't summer. We would not know there is dry if there wasn't wet. We would not know if there was health if there wasn't disease. We would not know there was good if there was not bad. So we know all of these things. But we need to be aware that if we are responding with resentment, responding with unforgiveness, responding with anger, we're merely throwing sand on sand. It's that simple. We're magnifying what it is. So let me break this down. Do good every day and the bad feelings will go away. Much like the things we do have got us feeling the way we are, which in effect, if we do good, will get us to feel a new way. Anger became a habit. It became a habit through your thoughts, through your actions and through your thoughts. Firstly, your thoughts, then your actions. Firstly, actually a situation that you edited and took on board as being personal, then your thoughts and perceptions, which then created your reality. So recreate that life through doing good, and that will become your new way of thinking. So we need to know that what we're doing today hasn't happened from today. It's happened once, and we continued doing something, so it became our modus operandi. It became our way of working, working out. It became our way of living. So they create the impact of these habits. It's important never to diminish the impact of these habits. We are a habit. We get, off at the say, we get out of the same place and out of our bed. We sometimes wear the same clothes. We sometimes go to the same cafes, restaurants, and coffee shops. Even look at the same news media so, or go to the same thing when we open our lap, uh, computer in the morning. So we are habits. So we need to take a look at all this. What is anger? What is unforgiveness? We need really to take a look at these things to identify what they are. The only way you can make a change, you need to identify causality. Looking at a behavior of something is merely going to mask where the real issue is. That's why I say medications to get to feel better are really masking the real problem. It's really a spiritual problem that we're trying to deal with with carnal methods. Carnal methods would be of business, would be of medication, but really the problem is a heart problem. It's a spirit problem. What is it in me that's creating these feelings? What is it in me that's creating this life? I want to get out of this life. So let's take a closer look. Anger. It's strong feelings of intense displeasure held against someone or a circumstance that you've perceived as being against you or for your detriment. This could have stemmed from many things. It could have stemmed from a threat, an insult, injustice, uh, an abuse, frustration, all of these things have built up to create anger. So it's, it's a very real thing. It's a very real thing because, we've, as I say, we've taken that offense and that has worn, we've worn that as a badge. Sometimes some of us have worn that badge for many, many years, for many, many, many years, the the badge of shame of what was done against us and we've devalued ourselves and haven't been loving, so we've got sucked up into the lie of anger. The other areas is unforgiveness. That is something that infects families. It infects um, people who get divorced. The unforgiveness is something really that goes on and on and on. Unless we can counter that unforgiveness, it can lead to heartache, disease, stress. It can lead to so many things that are really going to impact your life. And as I said before, it's like giving someone else the power over you to lock you up, to burden you with this feeling to burden you with this feeling. It's really making a conscious decision not to let someone go. That's really putting an unforgiveness in a colloquial way. It's making a conscious decision not to let someone go, to pay them back, which then develops as resentment. A deep-held resentment is unforgiveness that's happened over a long time. It could be through being fired by an employer. It could be through a partner who's been cheated on me. It could be through words that are said, somebody maybe who – damaged property or put me in a circumstance that caused me a lot of trouble. Yes, all of those happen, but at the same time, we've made a conscious decision not to forgive them. So in effect, like I said before, you're carrying around their bottle of poison expecting to have a better life. Why give them the power to lock you away, to put a cruise control on your future days? Why should your days be behind a canvas? At the same time, unforgiveness is the opposite of how we were created in spirit. Unforgiveness is the worldly separate. It's carnal. Anything reacting in anger, resentment, payback, grudges, that's all separate from, from God, separate of how you were created. It's in our carnal fleshly form, which we know is not the best for us because we really were a spirit being in a shell. We want to surrender that and move into the more of the love. So all of these feelings will not be there. I don't want to be angry or resentful, but I, I don't want to give someone else the power over making me depressed over having to fight this thing. So forgiveness is very simply giving up resentment or the right to get even, regardless of what I perceived as being done to us or against us. And I heard this story. It was about a lady. Her children actually were murdered, and this is a—it's a hard story for most of us to to understand, but. She said a few, about a week later, she came on national television and she said, look, in in the name of God, I just forgive you for what you did because you were broken. But at the same time, God has plans. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. We can't figure his ways out. But if something has happened to you, it's easier to forgive and live with the possibility of a better day than to hold yourself in resentment and bondage, because all you've done is you've let someone else's actions put you in jail, a life that will be depressed, a life that will be not all that it was made to be. And I know with these things, God has a way of those things. It's to work in us Not that he wants bad things to happen, but circumstances happen to actually clay and shape us into the spirit, to shape us back to love, to how we were. All of the things I've been through, whether it's losing my mother tragically, she was mistreated in a hospital and given the wrong protocol. It doesn't really matter. This was three years ago. The fact is she died in my arms as I arrived in a London hospital within 10 minutes. And was treated very coldly by a London doctor, but you know what I forgive them all, and that pain I went through has brought me tremendous joy and I'm not grateful for it, but I'm grateful in it it's happened and you know what i'm making beauty for the ashes I'm restoring the pain that's gone, and I'm replacing it for joy, creativity i've got a book coming out in New York this year I mean love doing the show, which is. It's really God's show because I put this time into writing it, but it's to help you. And I know he's put it on my heart. So the more I've been through, the greater my joy, because I don't depend upon a flux. I don't depend on other people saying things a certain way or doing things a certain way. I just depended upon really the one who gave me a purpose and a plan, which is to see my life out, to walk down the corridor. I don't want to go down the corridor of old because you know why? I don't want to stay in pain. I like the doors I'm opening because they're new doors that n- are not skewed. But I've prayed into that and listened to thousands of sermons, read, read a lot of empowerment things. This isn't religion, by the way. This is really getting back to, your, to who you were created to be. It's a manual. It's, it's not religion. Getting back to love, really getting back free of living with the burdens and the encumbrances of everyday life free of living with those. So living free without those burdens. I'd like you to love you all. Remember, it's by faith that we go through the next level. The battle is always in your mind. The battle is always in your mind. So forgiveness, once you have that forgiveness and you forget that it was something was perceived against you, all of these things are working for your good, but it's the habits that we've created. And I just Went back onto love again from what I was saying. It's all flowing from unforgiveness and forgiveness. Just to give you an example, it's making a conscious decision to let these things go that we can't control and controlling the things we can control. Because anger very often is trying to control what you can't control and not letting it go. I say, let go what you can't control. You know, some mountains are meant to be climbed, some are meant to be moved. Be wise and aware. If you're constantly burdened and tired, maybe you should move the mountain out of the way and not try to scale it all the time. Remember, it's by faith that you go to the next level. We don't want to be a victim. We want to be a victor. So the battle will always be the mind. Because the next step, remember, the next step from here for all of us, wherever we are in the world, is unseen. So in something unseen, faith has to be elevated. We need to elevate to be able to see clearly. You know, greater is coming. But it can only come if we believe while it's in the unseen state, just like Lazarus with Mary. They, they said, you know, Jesus, come, come, come. It's taken you four days. He said, fear not. It will not come to death. So what that really meant was I've already promised you the end result, even though you see death now in your life, the end result is life. So you may see depression. You may see anger. You may see your circumstances being better. But I'm here to tell you, life will be at the end of the journey. You will finish victorious just like the walls of Jericho. We're walking around six times, nothing has happened. We'll walk around the seventh time and guess what? That's when you get a breakthrough. That's when they fell down. The promised land... Should have been a seven or 11 day walk. It was like an 11 mile journey. It took 40 years because they got stuck in the corridor. Their pressure cooker got, got full. They started being resentful, which brought on all kinds of other behaviors in separation, lust, anger, disbelief. So they edited their lives and it took so many years, 40 years to get to the promise. So what we need to do is be aware we don't want to be stuck walking in the valley anymore. We don't want to be stuck depressed anymore. We don't want to be stuck labeling ourselves a person who was raped or a person who was divorced or a person who's not ugly or fat or any of these things, because that's an illusion. That's an edit. I want all of us to get to the promised land, but we need to realize that our vision of the present needs to be greater than the present to be able to have faith, to know that we're going to get to the next level. We're about to take a break. We're having a great time with us. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm trying to make it as interesting as possible for you. And have yourself a wonderful break. Thank you. See you back after the interval.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
3: Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long-running TV show to the Internet talk radio airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you, too, will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel
3: us on twitter at voice america trn get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn
1: You are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guests today, please call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions.
2: We're coming up to the final segment. Um, time really flies by. I feel I could speak to you for five hours, but. Uh, You're thinking, well, I don't want to listen to this chat for five hours. But no, this topic is is on my heart. We're all going on this together. We all share the commonality. And I know that a lot of people are being touched by what I'm saying. And there's a reason. I'm I'm using God's word to, to bring this message to you. It's been on my heart for a long time. I haven't preached it in a church, this particular series, this particular episode. But it's been on my heart a long time. If we go back to the essence of it all. Where did the start? This started in our human nature. And those are the things that reveal and lead all things to anger, unforgiveness, resentment, depression, hostility. They're separate from love. And Galatians tells us, Galatians 5, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against these things stands no law. So, Nothing of the world, what that really means is nothing of the world can take away these things if we're dwelling in the spirit. Of course it can if we're feeling these anger and resentment problems because we've we've let the separate, separation to all of these things, which is hate, resentment, unforgiveness, depression, hostility, impatience, cruelty, wars, malice, vengefulness, all of these things are in separation. They've skewed us. So, When we're living in the spirit of who we were created to be, which is love, they'd be replaced with all of those things, kindness, patience, joy, the things I just went over. So we need to really get back. We need to change our default button. So many of us are unaware. As I said before, we've been angry for so long that we're unaware of this. And our default button is in the carnal, is in the reactionary mode. So we want to change our default buttons so we automatically bring the quality of the spirit. This will automatically bring it to our attitudes and everyday reactions. I I was just 10 years ago, before I embarked on this journey, I was the same way. I was an aggressive driver. I was screaming at my brother. I had no patience when it came to sometimes what my parents were telling me. All of these things, because I was living unaware that I've been skewed by my past. I allowed all of that poison, expecting to get a change, drinking poison, expecting to get true life, rather than drinking water of life that brings you life. So when we're drinking from God's ways, that water brings us life. There is eternal life in that, which will bring a change of behavior. So the way that we do things Again, we first started doing them, and then by repetition, that became our default button of how we not only think, but how we live today. So to reshape our lives, we need to start operating completely differently. We need to start to gain an awareness. We need to start doing things in our created being, in our love being. And we need to keep doing them and repeating them over and over again until it becomes our way of living today, tomorrow. And I I put this out to you, think how great your life might look if we could take away the anger, the resentment, the depression, the hostility, the impatience we find ourselves in. Think of it, just think how great it would be. That in itself would give you a better quality of life. Regardless of your financial position, we know that money doesn't buy peace. Yes, it may buy a Gucci handbag, but that's not going to change the way you feel. It will release serotonin chemicals in the brain that make us feel good. We do all of these things. We, we date a lot. We become addicted to alcohol or sex or all of these things because we're looking for a break from the pain, the anger and vengefulness and depression and unforgiveness we find ourselves in. We, we find ourselves in that feeling, so we're needing to numb it with all of these, shall we say, band-aids. But the real, band, the real cause is getting back to who you were created to be. That is the real solution. I want to get a lasting solution. I don't want to put paint on a wall and continue to have to repaint because the mold is coming through. I want my wall to be painted clean, but I, at the same time, I want to sort out the problem behind the wall. So when I paint it, it lasts. I want it to have endurance. So some of us are close to getting to a new dimension. But because we're jammed and our default button is carnal, our mind's preventing us from moving forward spiritually. It's preventing us from going to where God wants to take us. So we're dying, dying really as a result of drinking the water of the world or drinking other people's behavior. Whatever we're taking in like that and storing and harboring, it's going to totally skew us from the promised land. And that means really to your assignment, to your better life. So you'll be stuck in the holding pattern. But really by letting, and this is going to be a powerful message for somebody, by letting a person go that you've held resentment and unforgiveness for, you actually relieve them of the burden of being responsible, but at the same time, you empower yourself not to be at the mercy of their behavior. And I read a a t-shirt. I think I mentioned this maybe a few episodes ago, but I'm going to mention it again. It was powerful. It was somebody in you. It said, a person can forget what you've said but not how, never how you've made them feel. Well, you know what? I care about how God makes me feel. He created me. I'm a separate individual because when I leave this planet and die, I'm not going back to the person who offended me. I'm going back to the person who created me. So we need to get bailed out of the hostage. We need to stop taking offense. We need to drop all that, whether it was physical, verbal. It's, it's tough, I know, but we need to go they vented all of they had on you, so God uses actually people to heal us by choosing to let them go. Personally, we, we have we have an ability to to free ourselves, we, to free ourselves. By freeing them, you give them yourself. More importantly, the opportunity to heal. Because what is it in you that was reacting that needs to be healed? We don't need to look at them. We need to look at you and also giving them the opportunity to heal through seeing your modeling love. I modeled love in certain situations because I prayed on that. Let me become who I was created to be. And people around me started changing. If you want to change and impact a room that has anger, go in with light and see what you're going to do. Just give it a try. If you go in, you can light up a room by being different, by not being fleshly. You can light up a room. So we you have a choice to put those things away. What people said, what they did, as do not be a victim to that. Let it go. A wounded spirit is broken. It's crushed. And the Bible says, a man's, a man's spirit sustains him in sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. So very simply, it's doing you no good. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. So it's very important We need to visualize how our lives are going to be. How would they be with the positive thoughts I'm creating? Develop a vision greater than what you can see. Every time a negative thought comes in from yesterday, reduce it. Replace it with a positive vision of tomorrow. Restore yourself of the burdens of the shame and remorse. Make a decision to stop dragging once and for all affirm that it's a brand new day, affirm that you are here, you're created by the creator, and this is the first day of the rest of your life. We're running out of time and about going to land the plane on this. We need to put our focus on being present to this moment in time. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Yesterday's history. Tomorrow's a mystery. The only thing that matters is now. And I'm really going to close with this because we're running out of the time Most people, towards the end of their lives, they often look back and their biggest regret is what didn't they do? Not having lived a life of meaning and purpose and not having made a difference. We cannot bring back the locusts that have eaten the time before. We cannot bring back those days. But we can start afresh today by living each day as our last, which means we'll be living at a higher level. I always say to myself, God, if this is my last day, let me see the birds. Let me tend to the mother who needs a door opening at the coffee shop because she's got bags and babies and things. Let me tend to a homeless person and lift them up at their time of need. So we need to live each day as the last, but be open to learn as the first. So my message to you is let go of the past. The future is so great. Throw away the rear view mirror. Know you're created in love. Know you're created in God's image. You can do all things through Him. Let it go. Let everything go. Focus on the greater is yet to come. Thank you for listening wherever you are in the world. I love you. God bless. Have a wonderful week. I touch
3: the sky when it
1: meets him. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of New Dimensions. Please join Reverend Nicholas Barrett again next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a blessed week.
0: and management.